Hi, everybody. Welcome to the, I think this is the 10th episode um, of the Tip Off Tuesday podcast. Well, actually, like, I think we're going to upload this on a Wednesday because we weren't able to do it on Tuesday. So, yeah, we're currently recording this on a Wednesday, and I think we'll be uploading it, like, later today. Yeah, um, we'll upload yeah, it on Wednesday. Yeah. So, today, we're just going to be talking about some of, like, the recent things that have been happening. And I guess some more about the playoffs and some like player uh, players injuries just things like that uh yeah so do you guys want to start by talking about like the injuries in the playoffs yeah so there's been a lot of injuries this whole playoffs I'm pretty sure there's something like 14 14 starters like at some point have been injured in this playoffs and have missed games because of it which like 14 okay you think that there's 16 teams and there's like 10 players that play on each team so 14 out of 160 isn't that much, but the players have literally all been like all-stars that I'm talking about. And like, just, I can like list off like 10 really easily. So I, I guess Jalen Brown was gone. Um, Jalen Brown was out. Kyrie, James Harden, uh, Giannis now, Trey Young missed last game of Bucks versus Hawks. Uh, Kawhi, I remember Donovan Mitchell missed some at the beginning. AD got injured, so he missed a bunch. Chris Paul missed games like one and two of uh, the Western Conference Finals. And then um, even Joel Embiid. Yeah, Joel Embiid missed like three games or something against the Wizards. So there's just been tons of injuries. And it's been super bad because it's like this season, I guess the Nets, the only team that like the injuries really, really like kept them from getting a championship was probably the Nets because you actually, we all expected them to, to like win and now i guess the bucks because like they were in a position where they're going to go to the finals against the suns or something and, and obviously that would that would be a pretty good finals but like that's Giannis's best chance and now he's injured and i don't think the bucks are going to go that far so yeah i don't know what you guys think about that on the bright side though like i don't think Giannis's injury is all that serious like he shouldn't be out for too long they um, said I, he was like out for next game yeah they said it was like questionable so the fact that it was questionable obviously means it wasn't like that severe. So yeah, I think but misses next game and hopefully he can be back. But even if he misses next game, like they're going back to Atlanta for game six, and by that point Trey Young will probably be back too. And so at that at that point it might be really and plus we don't know like when he comes back he might be like not himself like he might be slower he might not be able to jump as high he might just be different he might not be able to do things he normally does and that's bad for Giannis because he needs to be able to like run and jump that's like like that's literally all he does so if he can't do that then I don't know what he can do um yeah and I don't know if they're gonna be able to win yeah because he does even, not have a jump so even uh what's his name uh Clint Capella he's not an all-star but he's still like a big part of for the Hawks he's also injured and it's questionable for next game so like it's been affecting like all the teams. Did he hurt his nose? Yeah, like something lay in the game, and like he fell and like he was grabbing his face. But yeah, so, um, I didn't really see it, but it looked I kind of. I was not watching that game after Giannis got injured. I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah, I saw uh, Clint Capella's injury, and then he went back to the locker room, and now they're saying he's questionable for next game. I think Trey Young's also questionable, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Trey Young. 
Trey Young's the type of player to like not tell people, like just pretend like he's okay and try to like play on it because he did that before. He had this like shoulder, this like shoulder brace on. I remember in in the series against Philly, he had a shoulder brace on, but like the coach didn't even um see it until like a, right before the game, so he couldn't say anything. Um, so Trey Young took off like his pregame like outfit, and then he had his jersey, and then it was just his shoulder brace, and then. The coach was like, hey, I never, you never told me about this. And he was like, yeah, I didn't. And then he just played on it and didn't really matter. So I, I feel like he's the type of person to, like, try his best to play even when he's injured because he seems like he actually really cares about, like, wanting to win and everything. Um, But, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Wasn't it Harden who played through, like, a hamstring injury? Who did? Harden. Yeah, Harden. I mean, yeah, Harden tried to play through a hamstring injury, but – it, like it didn't really end up helping the Nets that much because he scored like five points and then in game seven he scored like 15 or something and like half the time he couldn't even fit like he got steals and then he couldn't even do it like the fast break like he would have to just wait and like because he couldn't run that fast so I don't know I honestly don't even think he helped them that much but obviously he's still like a distraction like it's still James Harden's on the court so you're still gonna like pay attention to him like even um, in the Lakers first round series, AD he got injured, and he kept trying to play through his injury, but he kept getting injured, and you know it, it eventually he's had to like get out and didn't really help them. So I think a lot of like yeah, like you can see in these playoffs, a lot of players trying to play through their injuries, but the rest is probably more important. I know like it's the uh, conference finals and whichever team wins going to the finals for the chance to win the championship. But I think they should uh, try and prioritize the rest over uh, playing. Because even like a couple, couple years ago, it was Kevin Durant playing. He played and then he got injured again. Then he's out for the whole year. So like you've seen it before. So they're going to be careful, I think. Yeah. And like it brings back to like the whole thing of I don't think Giannis should have to play through his injury if he if he is questionable. Like, if he's questionable and they ask him, like, oh, do you feel like you're going to be, like, okay if you play tonight? And, like, do you feel like your, your knee or whatever is still going to be okay? Like, and he says yes, but he's, like, lying, and that's not a good thing because he's obviously – I don't know if he's going to be himself and then he's going to not be able to play in the later games and everything. And, like, the thing is with Giannis, too, I don't think he's like LeBron, where LeBron never got, like, any big injuries until um, his first year with the Lakers when he, like, messed up his ankle. Or I think I think that's what it was. I don't know what it was. Um, or maybe it was, like, a groin strain or something. I don't know. It was something like that. And, and he just couldn't play for, like, two months, and then they didn't make the playoffs and blah, blah, blah. But before that, he never got any big injuries. And that was the same thing with Giannis. Like, he's never really been injured like this where he's had to miss, like, an actual important period of time um, until now. So we don't know what he's like, and we don't know if he's going to try to push through it. I think he would, but uh, I'm not sure. So we'll just have to wait. It's it's surprising to, like, see that, like, LeBron was out for, like, two months this year, and that was, like, the longest he's ever been out. Like – He's been playing for like, was it like eighteen years or something? Eighteen, yeah. And yeah, he's like an athletic guy. Like you see him like dunking, getting like highlight plays, 
and he hasn't even like seriously gotten like injured. That's like crazy. And he's had things that make him look like he would have. Like he's fallen and like sprained his ankle, but this man just plays through every single time. And he like it's like almost like if he gets injured, then two minutes later he's completely fine and running at full speed again. So I think he just really takes care of himself. But yeah. obviously, when you get a really bad ankle sprain or whatever it is, then then you can't just play off of it. You know, it's it's a point yeah. where the toughness it can't help you through something that like you physically can't even walk anymore. Yeah, that's my goat. I don't, I don't think so, but okay. I'm surprised that's your goat. <laughs> okay, so P your playoff P doesn't like exist anymore. And I don't know if this is good or bad because it's kind of funny to clown on him for being like absolutely like oh, pandemic the- is gone. Playoffs is you know. Oh yeah, I meant I meant to say a pandemic P is gone. But like it's funny to clown on him, but at the same time I feel bad because he's like a good player who just cannot play like during the playoffs. But like well, apparently not Kawhi, he ended up like carrying the Clippers and they somehow won. So like if Kawhi comes back. And um, Paul George, like, continues to play the way he is, then it might be wraps for the Suns. So, yeah, I think. Kawhi isn't coming back today. So that's why I feel like the Suns have to win today because Kawhi could come back next game. Or even if he doesn't, at, like, that point, the Clippers would have won two games in a row, and they, like, kind of look like they might have figured out the Suns. Plus, in a game seven – Ty Lue is like the most goaded coach or something because he came back in every series and he's doing in the process of doing it right now. So we don't know what he's going to like pull out. We don't know if he's going to like get some crazy lineup or something that's going to like destroy the Suns. Um, but he, he's, he's just so smart. You ought to give him like a lot of credit because a lot of people thought that Tyrone Lue was just like a bad coach and like he was carried by LeBron when he was with the Cavs. Like these playoffs, he's made like a lot of great adjustments because like in every series he's been down at least 2-0 or like 3-1 or whatever and he's been able to make adjustments and like come back and with like players like Reggie Jackson or Terrence Mann and they've stepped up a lot um, and they've been helping and they've been winning games so like we'll see what happens uh, against the Suns again but yeah, I still think the Suns are going to win but I still think the Suns are going to win but I don't know because Chris Paul's blown 3-1 lead before um, he's blown it through only before when he was supposed to win against the worst, oh, against a much worse team. Um, so, well, not much worse. I think he blew it against the Rockets, but like that was like earlier in the Rockets when like they didn't even have any like other good player besides Harden. So, I mean, Curry blew a 3 1 lead too, and he's like the best point guard of all time. So, I think, well, there's reasons why he isn't, and that's one of them. But yeah, whatever. Um, not gonna talk about that right now. But anyways, if Kawhi comes back, which he probably won't, but like if he somehow does, then I don't know if he's gonna be his full self. But even if he's like what, like seventy five percent, then I don't think I think the Clippers are gonna literally just win the championship at that point. Um, and the thing is with Ty Lue as well, he he's like. With the Mav series, it was like okay, like you guys were supposed to win, so like it's good that like like that's right that you came back. Like you should have done that. Like that's what should have happened in the beginning. You should have won this series like pretty easily 
against the team against literally just Luca, like not even anyone else. Luca and Tim Hardaway. That's the only people that you have to even worry about. Um, but against the Jazz, which is a team that's like evenly matched ish, and also like, you know, well coached and everything. That's when you really saw Tyloo's coaching because you saw in game six, they literally just made Rudy Gobert look like a clown and they made him look like he was he was not the deep defensive player of the year when when they put all the guards on him and like matched him up to all of them and then the guards would just cross him up and hit threes every single play. So that was that was when you really saw his good coaching and you're starting to see it now um, when they're running like boogie and stuff. They're running boogie on Aiton because Aiden is better at defending the guards, so they have to go like bigger, um, with the bigger lineups, so that you know, um, DeAndre Aiden has issues. So they're doing that, and he's doing, and that's all Ty lose. Like, you know, it's all because of him. That's the lineups are all because of him. So we'll see what happens in Game Six, but I think Ty Lue is a like at least you can at least have to give him equal credit to Paul George. Um, for what's happening right now. That's facts. You know, Damian Lee had a kid. Whoa. Who? Isn't Damian Lee married to someone's wife? Sidel Lee. Or oh, Sidel- wait, Curry. no, not married to someone's wife. <laughs> Curry's sister. Yeah, married to someone's, like, sister or something. Yeah, Curry. I got, like, a notification. There's, like, a video attached to, like, Aisha Curry. And Steph Curry's like reaction, and they both got so hyped. Like I started screaming. Then Steph like jumped, was like jumping, like running around the entire house. It was like funny. That's that's wholesome. Yeah, it was really wholesome. Okay, so the next thing we wanted to talk about was if the Bucks are actually capable of getting to the finals without Giannis. Because if you look at oh. it, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. If if Trey, this is if Trey Young doesn't come back either. Drew Hodden and Chris Middleton should be able to beat the Hawks without Trey Young. Right? Like, does that not make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. That's yeah. only if he doesn't come back, but still. I'm pretty sure Chris Middleton, like, had, like, a really bad game against the Hawks yesterday, and that's, like, one of the reasons they lost. Like, they need their other stars to show up. Like, they have uh, Middleton and Drew Holiday both. Yeah, he had 16 points yesterday. And he shot 0 for 7 from 3. So, like, he needs to hit those threes if they want to win the series out, Giannis. Yeah, but he's so inconsistent. Like, the other – the game before that, this man turned into Kobe in the fourth quarter and dropped, like, 21. I think it was 20 or 21 in the fourth quarter, and he kept hitting, like, dagger after dagger. And it was like, dude, like, why is this guy so good right now? Like, he was literally better than Giannis in that game. And then in the last game, just even Giannis – actually, Giannis wasn't even that good um, in the game before he got injured. But he was starting, like, kind of heat up. And then he got injured. So, obviously, that never panned out. But, it, honestly, Chris Moten and Drew Holiday by themselves should be able to beat the Hawks without Trey Young. But the question is just – it's all just injuries. If Like, if Giannis comes back, they're they're going to the finals. And if Trey Young comes back and Giannis doesn't, then the Hawks are going to win. So I, it's just really confusing right now. The Hawks aren't going to like win in the finals, like regardless. So. Yeah, exactly. I don't think no matter what happens, I don't think 
they're going to beat um, whoever is in the finals, even if it's the – actually, maybe if it's the Clippers without, like, Kawhi. Maybe if the Clippers – if Paul George drops, like, 50 or something today and then, like, 50 in game seven and then manages to get the Clippers to the finals and then just chokes. No, the Clippers have a way better team. Uh, I also Clippers against Hawks. Everybody would be a lot of people would be really mad. If that would like, be so bad. That would be the worst finals ever. Clippers Hawks. Clippers Hawks would be the worst thing. Suns Hawks would be better. Fine, than but like, if I have to see Hawks in the finals, I'd like actually be mad. What? What's even? Why do you hate the Hawks so much, dude? Bro, they're so boring to watch. How are they? Bo- no, they're not. You don't even watch them, then. Yeah, I do. Well, no, there's a reason I don't because I well, I did at one point I was bored, I wasn't entertained, so I stopped. Which when did you watch it? I watched the Hawks uh, when they were playing, um, the Bucks a few uh, like days ago. Which game? I don't remember. Because game two was terrible. So if you watch that, then that's not the right like first impression. Wait one second, let me check. If you watch game one, then I don't know how you can hate because it was like such a that was a good game. I think it was when Trey dropped 48. How is that? How are you bored of that? This right. man was hitting like shimmies on everyone. How is how is that boring? Because he's trying to be Steph Curry. Yeah. And and I mean Steph in that Curry's game, shimmies. he's has a higher playoff career high than Steph now. So I, seems like it's working. Bro, you're just like trying to be him so badly, bro. Bro, like at least if he was bad. Up, if he was bad, crazy. if he was bad, then that's different. But he's not. So okay, but still, like at least come up with your own celebration. No, he was shimmying before hitting the shots, dude. Okay, and Steph Curry looks away. Steph has never shimmied before hitting a shot. Steph Curry looks away before. Yeah, but that's 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 what I'm saying. They're different. They do different things. So I don't know what you're talking about. Even though just in general, like the shimmy is like just Steph's thing. Have you seen that clip of Chris Paul like hitting this like stupid shot on Curry and like the playoffs and then shimmying on him? Yeah, uh, okay, that was funny because it's that was funny because like he was doing it. He was like he knew that he was doing it to him because yeah, exactly. And it's also like Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul, I like Chris Paul, but like. Uh, Trey Young, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but honestly, as long as it's not Clippers versus Hawks, I'm good. As long as the Suns win everything, I'm good. Um, but, but at this point, win, I don't mind. If the Suns win, I don't mind. If the Bucks, literally, if any team wins except for the Hawks, I'm fine. Well, I don't want the Bucks to win without Giannis. Okay, like they won't. That's not gonna happen, though. Yeah, exactly. Imagine, imagine like Chris Middleton finals MVP. Imagine Thanasis wins finals MVP. <laughs> Thanasis. Dude, I feel like some random players are gonna. I feel like Reg Jackson is gonna win finals MVP or something stupid. Facts. John Collins. John Collins final. Clint Capella, finals MVP. I still don't get how Andre Iguodala won Thomas MVP like that one year. Like, sure, he came in, like, he played good defense a little bit, but like, Steph Curry still carried them that year and he still won Thomas MVP. Yeah, he got robbed. There's like, there's been a lot of like weird finals MVPs. Like, um, 
like Kawhi was Finals MVP, but like that was before he was actually like Kawhi. Like that was when he was literally a role player. Um, and then there was there was this one time when uh I think Paul Pierce or something won Finals MVP when he wasn't even the best player. And then also obviously Iguodala. That was weird. That was the worst one. So Steph Curry basically has a Finals MVP. He should have won, yeah. I don't know why. Honestly, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. He should just have one. He could either have the 2018 one or the 2015, but there's no way he should not have won in 2015. Bro, if Steph didn't exist, LeBron would literally be the GOAT. Well, you don't know what else would have happened. Because if Steph didn't exist, okay, no, think about it. Because if Steph didn't exist in 2018, then LeBron would still have lost. Because that Rockets team was like literally OP. They almost won against the Warriors with KD. So there's no way LeBron would have lost, would have won against them. And then in 2017. Yeah, but KD also wouldn't have been on the Warriors if Curry didn't exist. True. So KD would be on the Thunder. So actually, that would be really interesting. But KD, no, but KD in like 2016 would have probably won the finals too, maybe if. Uh, I don't even know at this point. It's just confusing. I should do, we should do a whole like story of like if Curry didn't exist, then like what would have happened? But like then that also means like if Curry didn't exist, then like then like the Warriors would be completely different because like the Curry wouldn't have gotten them the wins, and then they would have been different like places in the draft, and then they wouldn't have gotten Clay either. And then the other teams would have been in different places because Curry was in different place. So then everything would be different. They would still get Alan Smiley on their team somehow. No, dude, literally, if Curry didn't exist, then, like, everything would just be different. Bruh, Harris is speaking facts. Like, what if Alan Smiley each didn't exist? The then, Warriors would never have won. The Warriors would still try to find them somehow. Then go through Serbia or wherever he's from and try to look for Alan Smiley Geek. Serbia? I don't think he's from Serbia. Uh, um, Jokic is from Serbia, right? Or they called Alan Smiley Geek the next Jokic. <laughs> no, he is Alan Serbian. Smiley. Oh, he is Serbian. What? The yeah, next I know, my, I know my countries. Bro, he's only 20. He's only 20. He has so much potential. He's so full trash. No, he has so much potential. What do you mean? I mean, what's Alan Smiley just career high? Probably 10 points. All right. His stats, his career high is 10 20 points. minutes played. He scored 10 twice. That's his career high. His career high assist is three. His career high rebounds is five as a center. <laughs> His career high block is two. He made a three once. Against no, the Pelicans. He made a three. It was this year. Yeah, he did all uh-huh. that. Dude, no way. He He's so good. But, yeah, so we were talking about the finals. Honestly, if it's Bucks versus Suns, if it's a healthy Bucks versus healthy Suns, that's actually gonna be a good finals. Like I'd actually watch like all the games of that. But if it's some like Clippers versus something, then or like Hawks versus even Hawks versus Suns would literally be a sweep. Like I don't even I don't know. 
But at this point, I don't even know what to think of Trey Young because, okay, they weren't supposed to beat the Knicks, then they weren't supposed to beat Philly, then they weren't supposed to beat the Bucks. We don't know if they are going to, but I just feel like they're going to now because it's, like, written on the wall for them to just, like, win now. Because they literally – Milwaukee doesn't have Giannis. Um, yeah, you can go. I was going to say, like, they have a really deep team. That's why, That's why one of the reasons why – They've been able to make the conference finals because, like, they have let's go through roster. Like, they have a lot of players you could call NBA players. Like, if you compare them with the Warriors, like, the Hawks have a lot of good players. Like, they have like a lot of uh, good solid players. Like, they have Bogdanovich. You can even compare them to the Bucks. The Bucks have like seven players, maybe six or seven players that, like, actually are like reliable to like play in the playoffs and one of them isn't isn't there anymore and one of them was also your two-time mvp so i don't know um honestly There's just... for the warriors only two players off the bench are can, can we consider nba players are jordan Poole and wantas connor anderson like everybody else is just daily players and even if one is new I like Juan. Yeah, I like him, but he's, he's like a new player that was not even there or good before. So, you know. Literally, literally everyone on their bench has played at least like once in the D League when I think about it now. Yeah, they developed their players well. And this year, they're about to get two. I mean, at least one. Like that seven pick is going to be like a good rotation player. So, yeah, unless they, unless they trade it, which I've seen rumors of. Uh, we'll yeah, Miles Turner. We'll talk about the trading stuff in the offseason because, like, that's when it's actually going to apply. But, yeah. But also, so the next thing that we were going to talk about is how in the 2018 draft, the Mavericks drafted Trey Young and then the Hawks drafted Luka. And then they got traded for each other. And people have been saying for, like, years that the, the Hawks took such an L with that by just trading away Luka. But at this point, I don't think that's – I think it's a win-win because both teams got what they needed a little bit. Yeah. I mean, eh, it's probably still a bit more of a win for the Mavericks because, like, you still have Luka. Um, but it's not like Trae Young's much, much, much worse. Like, obviously, he's not as good, but it's not like you got robbed. Yeah, and they also got Cam Reddish from that trade also, I think. So, like, he's still young. So he might next couple of years turn it up a little bit. But yeah, I think it's a win win. Like Trey Young has helped them a lot to reach the conference finals. Luca just a generational player and like we surround him with a few pieces. Maris could go far too. But yeah, I think both teams won in that draft. Like when compared to like the Sacramento Kings and they took Bagley, like, you know. That was a bad. One. That was that was bad. And even Aiton, like obviously Aiton's good now, but like Aiton or Luca or Aiton or Trey, like obviously you're gonna take Trey Young. So uh, it just depends a lot on the team that's around the player. But yeah, so the last thing we were gonna talk about is like. The finals, so since there's so many injuries, everyone's going to call it a Mickey Mouse ring, like no matter who wins. 
unless unless like the um unless the Clippers win without like Kawhi or something or like the Bucks win without um Giannis uh, said two. Then, then people <clears throat> people are gonna call it a Mickey Mouse ring if like the Suns win or the Hawks win that are like fully healthy or something. So I think that's like inevitable to happen. But I'm not gonna say that because I don't like it just kind of makes it lame if like someone wins and then you're like, oh, it doesn't count. Like but that's kind of that's just I don't like that. But yeah, I, mean, I guess like injuries are a part of basketball, but when you see so many, then it's kind of like bro, like it just like changes everything. Exactly. This happens all the time. Like this happened against the with the Warriors too, but people people like to say that's Mickey Mouse too, like the Kawhi. Except like he's people don't like take into account like he had to go through so many good teams and like just because the Warriors got injured doesn't mean it doesn't count, you know. Like he ha- he had that whole buzzer beater against Philly in the in the second round and then you know he like completely wiped the Bucks after being down 0-2 in the in the conference finals and so like just and even in the finals like even if KD and Clay and Curry were injured. Well, Clay got injured in like the last game, so he still beat them for, for six games. And just because they weren't a super team for once doesn't mean that like it's it's like unfair that Kawhi managed to win through like some injuries because Kawhi's gotten like cucked by injuries as well. Like he got cucked by injuries right now, and he's gotten cucked by injuries um, when Zaza injured him. So you know, injuries just happen. And kind of hard to avoid. Also, you got a Mickey Mouse ring though in 2018 against the Warriors. So, who got a Mickey Mouse ring? 2019, when the Raptors uh, were against the Warriors in the finals. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But like, other Mickey Mouse things have happened to him, where he got injured. Like, if Chris Paul wins a ring, Chris Paul, if he didn't get injured in 2018, would have won a ring. So, you know, it's just. Like injuries always happen, so they're always gonna either hurt you or help you. They're never gonna just you're never gonna have a season where injuries don't happen. That would be fun to see, but it's never gonna happen. Um, and I've seen like tons of things about like LeBron saying that like they need to shorten the amount of games or like they need to increase the amount of times between games, and like Adam Silver and stuff like all of them probably are going to have to do something about that in the offseason because, like, this is, like, no, okay, like, there's so many injuries. Um, but I still don't think it's going to be Mickey Mouse if whoever wins. I don't know if, if you guys agree with me, but a, a ring is a ring, you know? No. Well, it depends. I'm like, like the... no, also, in, like, five years, no one is going to remember all the, like, exactly the injuries like all you're gonna remember in five years is that chris paul won his first ring in ring in 2020 <laughs> i'll repeat that all you're gonna remember in five years is that chris paul and devin booker won the first rings in 2021 and you're not gonna remember that they faced a bunch of injured teams i i don't think so at least people still talk about when the warriors won in 2015 that Kyrie and Kevin Love. Yeah, but but even now, right? Like people, like when you're talking about like all time stuff, you don't just say Curry has two rings, right? You say he has three because he has three. And same way, you're gonna say Chris Paul has a ring, and if Devin Booker like gets himself to that level, you're gonna say he has 
this one plus however many he's gonna get. So, you know, bro, what? It's like your fourth one. What? What? My that wasn't even. I didn't even have one there. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> Never mind. I thought I heard it, bro. I know I had like two. That was bad. But like I haven't had. I didn't have one since I said Chris Paul, twenty twenty one. But yeah, so I honestly think that in the long run, it doesn't really matter and it's still going to be a ring. And obviously, it's not like the Suns like are some garbage team that like are going to win, you know, they're still they're still a good team. And I think they still would have put up a good fight, even if everyone was healthy. Um, Like people took them seriously before and they're also a two seed for a reason. You know, if they were like if they were a, a eight seed or something like going to the finals and like winning because the other team was better and like injured and that's different, but this is a second seed team. So they're there for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah that's all we have to say. You guys want to play like a quick game before we end? Yeah. What game? All right. So I have a player in mind. I'll give you facts. Whoever guesses like who the player is first wins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like after I say a fact, you guys can like guess if you want. Okay. I'll give How many you are we doing? We'll do one player, but I'll give you, like, as many facts as you need until you guys, like, get it. Okay. All right. 24 years old. Booker. John Paul. Wait, what'd you say? Booker. No. John okay. Paul. No. He's 6'1". What? Is it really random? No. Uh, another another hit? Yeah. Okay. Drafted uh in the first round in 2017. Blanking. Markel Fultz. He's a shooting guard. Jalen Brown. No, no, no. Jalen Brown is not 6'1, bro. Yeah, I know. Dude, what? I was a random name. He was born. On September 7th. I don't know. That's not going to help. But like, oh, wow. Now I know, bro. Hey, he's number Oh, three. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking, like, who's, like, a young, like, short. I was thinking young, short point guards, not shooting guards. Because I, like, normally shooting guards are taller than six more. Yeah. We should, like, do one of these after, like, at the end of, like, each podcast. What? Want to do another one? Okay. I mean, like, okay. Okay. Uh, gotta go quick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. His shoe size is twenty. Joel Embiid. No. He's twenty-nine years old. Boban. Vucevic. He's seven-one. DeAndre Aiden. His salary is twenty six point five three million a year. Huh? Seven one, basically seven like some center. That's twenty nine. Who's uh, that? He's from France. Gobert. Oh, Rudy yeah. Gobert. Oh, I bro, y'all are one and one. I have to go one more so you guys could like okay, okay, the tiebreaker. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's twenty one years old. Okay. He's 6'3". John Morant. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I took the dub two and one. Let's go. I was, <laughs> as soon as you said 21, I just thought John Moran for some reason. I think he's yeah. the only one that's that age, like the only like good young player. Yeah. Up, up late thinking about life. What's my purpose while I'm here? Nah, right. You'll, you'll get it next time. Pain, bro. All right, it's fine. All right, bro. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Tip Off Wednesday podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we hope to see you guys next Tuesday. See you. Stay tuned.